Reports from Carlow County Council by Suzanne Pender. Tusla accused of snubbing Carlow on women's refuge. Tusla have been accused of snubbing Carlow on the issue of a woman's refuge by refusing to meet councillors to discuss the ongoing saga. I don't know what's going on. Have they something against Carlo because they are completely snubbing Carlo? remarked Councillor John MacDonald at a recent online meeting of Carlo County Council. What can we do? Physically drag them to a meeting in Carlo because it seems to be they don't want to come to Carlo to meet councillors, he added. The topic was raised by Councillor Adrian Wallace, who asked if there had been any correspondence from Tusla in the matter of a women's refuge for Carlo. The issue has raged on for over a year, following leaks that an internal Tusla report had suggested that Carlo did not require a women's refuge. The report was never published, nor was it made available to councillors despite repeated calls by them to see the report. Councillors have also repeatedly called for a meeting with Tusla to discuss the matter. We need a united front on this and come down hard on Tusla, and stress to them why a women's refuge is now needed in Carlow, said Councillor Wallace. Councillor Ken Murnane pointed out that the council had requested information or a meeting with Tusla on the matter for over a year now, and that the report had never been produced. We have written to them more times, remarked Councillor Murnane. Chief Executive Kathleen Hulhan agreed to once again write to Tusla on the matter. 975 tonnes of salt used on roads in icy spell. A whopping 975 tonnes of salt were spread on Priority 1 and Priority 2 routes in County Carlow over a two-week period. At a recent meeting of the local authority, Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman outlined the Council's winter service programme, which was stepped up considerably during the recent cold snap. He stated that over 14 days, 975 tonnes of salt were spread on priority routes within the county. Councillor William Patton asked for the Council's winter services plan and road treatment map to be published on the Council's website. He remarked that priority routes earmarked for treatment should be announced so the public knows which routes are safest to use. There is that incorrect belief out there that the roads are not treated at all, said Councillor Patton. He was also critical of the condition of footpaths in Tullow, describing them as like an ice rink. Councillor Finton Phelan said it should be made critically clear that just because a road is gritted, that doesn't mean the road is perfect. When ice is on the road, motorists must exercise extreme caution. Mr O'Gorman stated that gritting and salting involved a four-hour operation and that he would not want to mislead the public by announcing specific times publicly. However, he agreed to make more information available to the public on the Council's winter service programme. Bottle banks were jam-packed over Christmas. Bottle banks in County Carlow were jam-packed over Christmas, resulting in calls for their capacity to be increased. Councillor John Casson raised the matter at a recent online meeting of Carlow County Council and asked if extra bottle banks could be put in place Christmas 2021 to abate this annual problem, then taken away after the busy Christmas period.
Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman said there had been a similar issue last Christmas and as a result the council had increased the number of pods at the bottle banks and also increased the frequency of the emptying service. We have to be careful that we aren't just seeing a spike in their usage at the moment due to Covid restrictions, stated Mr O'Gorman pointing to a recent survey which indicated a 33% national increase in the sale of groceries, including alcohol. We have to see if we are responding to a spike due to COVID before we over-resource our bottle banks, he added. Councillor Finton Phelan remarked that over Christmas he witnessed bottle banks with boxes of bottles alongside them, even though the bottle banks were not full. It's not acceptable to leave a box of bottles there when the bottle bank is full, but it is certainly not acceptable when the bottle bank is empty, he added. Councillor Phelan called for CCTV at all of the bottle bank locations. Councillor John MacDonald remarked that in his local area, the bottle banks had been emptied more frequently following increased demand on them, which he described as welcome. Funding for CCTV scheme to be extended. The Council has approved the extension of Tullow's CCTV to future-proof any impending funding application for the scheme. The extension was proposed by Councillor John Pender and seconded by Councillor Brian O'Donoghue. Senior Executive Officer Eamon Brophy stated that the Council's approval for an extension to Tullow's CCTV scheme had been recommended by the Joint Policy Committee to future-proof any upcoming application. Councillor Pender paid tribute to the work of Councillor William Patton and his significant involvement in the CCTV scheme for Tullow, adding that Councillor Patton had been very much to the fore in this. Councillor Pender remarked that CCTV was not only a deterrent to crime, but a great tool in solving crime. Council must commit to projects in rural areas too. Rural councillors called on the council's executive to show the same enthusiasm for projects in the county as it does for projects in Carlow Town. The criticism came as officials outlined their plans for Hanover Park Carlow, leading some rural-based councillors to wonder about plans for parks in their areas. I'd like to remind the executive that there are two other electoral areas and we are long waiting for the development of a town park in Hackettstown and Rathvilly and the upgrade of Tullowtown Park, quipped Councillor William Patton. Councillor Michael Doran raised the issue of parks in Burris and Lachlan Bridge. He was followed by Councillor Brian O'Donoghue, who wondered about progress on the long-awaited community park in Hackettstown. There was an awful lot expected for that park in Hackettstown, and now it's going on six years, he complained. I'm blown away by the plans for Hanover Park. It's really ambitious and incredible. But what I'd like to see is a little bit of the same enthusiasm and more of this kind of activity and commitment from the council executive for the other districts, said Councillor O'Donoghue. Councillor Andy Gladney remarked that parks were always places that attracted antisocial behaviour and drug-related problems, and Hanover Park was no different to any other town. He then paid tribute to Bagnallstown Improvement Group for its work at the park in Fairgreen, Bagnallstown, and congratulated Paddy Gardner and all of the committee on their recent community green flag. 
I don't want to distract from this good idea, and I fully support it, but I just want to put it on record that the other areas are being left behind, said Councillor Arthur MacDonald in relation to Hanover Park. Director of Services Padraig O'Gorman assured members that funding was being made available to all of the council's districts and pointed to the recent allocation to seven projects in the county through the town and village scheme. He also indicated that funding was made available through the CLOR programme specifically for rural areas. Mr O'Gorman described the allocation of funding as a competitive process and the council had to tick all the right boxes to be allocated funding. There are no buts. This is a fantastic project for the people of Carlow and if a similar project was proposed for Tullow or Bagnallstown, I'd wholeheartedly support them, remarked Councillor Finton Phelan. Council website to get a complete makeover. The council website would undergo a major redesign and revamp in the last three months of 2021. The news was confirmed by Director of Services Pat Delaney following a notice of motion by Councillor William Patton calling on the council to renew and update its website. Mr Delaney stated that the current website has been in existence since 2015 and has served us well, but agreed a website that was more user-friendly was now required. This does require us to go to the market, he stated. Councillor Brian O'Donoghue remarked that most council websites across the country were appalling and wondered if a website design could be syndicated or templated nationally. Mr Delaney said the features of the website had to be user-friendly, citing the Citizens Information website as a good example of what the council would require. Turn back on the lights at the exits from M9. Councillor John Casson urged TII to turn back on the lights as he sought to improve lighting at the M9 exits and entrances. Last year, following a similar question from Councillor Casson, the council heard that lighting had been reduced on the motorway exits as a cost-saving exercise. Councillor Casson remarked that the lack of lighting at these locations was dangerous. It's not a big thing to ask them to turn back on the lights, he remarked. Council will invite US President to visit Carlo. Could Carlo join the ranks of Doonbeg or Moneygall and have a US President in our midst? Well, if Councillor Fergal Brown has his way, we will. At a recent meeting, Councillor Brown suggested the Council issue an invitation to new US President Joe Biden to visit County Carlow. Councillor Brown suggested the Council's letter should outline the many links the County has to the USA, including the fact that the Electoral College system was created by USA's founding father, Pierce Butler, who was born in 1744 in Ballon Temple, County Carlow. The links with Miles Keough and Walt Disney were also suggested by Councillor Brown, who remarked the letter should also include a copy of Jimmy O'Toole, Charlie Keegan and Martin Nevin's book, County Carlow, A Who's Who. The proposal was seconded by Councillor Tommy Kinsler. Chief Executive Kathleen Houlihan agreed that the council would send the letter to President Biden. Public Nurse for Travellers Long Overdue a public health nurse specifically to support County Carlow's traveller community is long overdue, according to Councillor Adrian Wallace. 
Councillor Wallace raised the issue, pointing out the significant and immediate need, despite assurances from the HSE that a public health nurse would be appointed. She also highlighted the high number of COVID-19 cases among the traveller community and the glaring need for greater services. Director of Services Michael Brennan confirmed he had been assured by the HSE that a public health nurse would be appointed for the Carlow area and stated he would follow the matter up with the organisation. Praise for work done on the Boris Viaduct There was warm praise for the recent work done on Boris. Councillor Willie Quinn raised the issue and complimented all who worked on the project, which had been very well received by the public. Councillor Quinn pointed to a grassy area that had become very mucky following the recent wet weather and asked if this could be given an alternative sand finish. Director of Services Podrick O'Gorman agreed that the Burris Viaduct project had gone very well and complimented local contractors Delaney and Smith who worked on it, finishing on time and within budget. Mr O'Gorman also confirmed that some funding had been sourced to rectify the area of concern outlined by Councillor Quinn. Climate change strategy complemented. Significant moves made by Carlow County Council under its climate change adaption strategy were outlined at the recent council meeting. Senior Engineer Orla Barrett said the local authority's climate adaption strategy contained 110 different targets across nine areas within the council. Of that number, the council had completed 10% and begun 94% of all target actions in the first year since adopting this plan. She also spoke of the strong focus on taking action on the issue of climate change within all sections of the council. Councillor Finton Phelan welcomed the huge amount of work done on climate change and the push to have concrete action on specifically targeted projects as very welcome. Ms Barrett also confirmed that the position of the Council's climate change officer, which recently became vacant, was hoped to be advertised next month. <laughs>